Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool, she's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. Welcome once again to Peculiar Podcast. Thank with, you. Thank you very with, much. With Lisa Foster nice to be here. and Pat Cashman. And uh, nice to get back on track here uh, with our podcast. We want to thank everybody, too, for uh, listening and uh, checking us out this on Facebook. This has been two new podcasts in a row. Yeah, I know. This oh, I know. astounding. It We're, is astounding. We are really streaking right well, now. Well, and, and we have uh, the ability now to sort of uh, get together. We were very busy, and I, and I know you don't like to... You know, promote yourself. That is, oh, sure, this I is, do. No, this is one thing that really annoys me about you. I love you dearly, and I've known you for a hundred years, but you do not like to promote yourself. You will reluctantly go along with it, and and I we need to tell people about the two hundred six, and and everybody is so excited about that. That's one of the reasons that we've been on hiatus because you've had a lot of work to do on that show, and people are loving it. You well, guys have thank like you, for that. you have thousands of Facebook followers. Did you know that? You want to know how many peculiar podcasts? Well, we've been more aggressive. <laughs> not me, but uh, the two hundred six. Yes, people have been more yeah, aggressive. Can we get about... the two hundred six marketing people to work for us here at the podcast? Yeah, maybe. Is that possible? Maybe. Uh, the two hundred six uh, is a uh, sketch comedy show that airs on King TV, and we fought very hard for the coveted one hundred five a.m time slot following Saturday Night Live <laughs> on King 5 and we got it yes and because we know that's where most people are watching TV is at 105 in the morning I understand this but you you're forgetting that we're in a completely different oh, age now where where media media is consumed completely differently oh, there's absolutely. probably two people who stay up and watch yeah. it at 105 let me tell you but this, there are Lisa streaming Foster, there, if that is your name <laughs> there are streaming options correct yes okay. and and here's the thing uh they uh the ratings first of all are ridiculously good for that it's time so of night. great it's crazy that's so great we couldn't believe it but here's the thing the uh they can actually measure dvrs and um you know people who record shows they actually measure that now oh do and, they and we find that there are three times are you sitting down three times as many people that are DVRing the show sure. that are watching it live. Right. So it's when you add all those fun. numbers together, it's it's just wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's been very gratifying. This this is just a, a fun 
time to be in where you know you heard the words tv on demand and video on demand remember 25 years ago and you're like what what you seriously i can just watch it when i want to watch it i don't have to build my whole night around the cosby show yeah i remember thursday nights when the cosby show was on nothing got in anybody's way they all were home at eight o'clock to watch the bill cosby show yeah that it, was appointment television yeah it's you crazy had no, you had no other, no other options yeah, so the shows you really like, now you can record them, you can watch them when you want. And maybe my wife doesn't, she likes certain kinds of shows that I don't like or vice versa. No problem. You just watch them when you want. Yeah. You can go watch what she wants. Yeah. That's, that's neat. Of course, we both love, uh, you know, any anything to do with sewing, we will watch. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did, I really do. Do you get the sewing channel? I did. I don't yeah. didn't know there was a sewing channel. Yeah, is that the Create channel, like Channel Nine? No, no, no. It's strictly it's sewing. Create. It's, it's not knitting. It's sewing. Only sewing. It's fantastic. You wouldn't think so. Well, I have. I know you're kidding, but I have been sort of sucked into the quilting shows occasionally. Really? Those women are amazing. What they do with those quilts and those little tiny stitches. So. <sighs> oh well, t- my wife's in the room. Come here. Come Again? Here. Tell us. This She's, is good. She has jumped into every podcast yeah, we've had. Have you podcast. noticed that? Yeah. I've been under the... Okay, here's what happened. Uh, we have an old uh, uh, bird's nest outside. We've had it for 20 years, and it's all falling apart. And so, Patty, my wife said, why don't you go get it and see if we can repair it a little bit, because it really was falling apart. So in, in the taking apart of it, which she did... She all of a sudden opened it up, and there was a nest with little bird eggs in it. Oh. Three little ones. Oh. So she felt horrible, and she decided, maybe I'll put these eggs into another nest that is usually occupied every year. It might be, and then the the mother of these these babies' uh, eggs might find it and and then sit on them again, right? No, I was hoping that. that no. <laughs> no, that story no. was completely wrong. Okay. I don't. I, don't worry, I'll, ed, I'll edit that stupid part out. <laughs> no, what the is, stupid part. Is, no, I was hoping that. The come come new, down close. Come I was hoping close. that the new mom would adopt those oh, eggs. The, oh, okay. Right. That she was laying her own eggs, and that she would just come back and go, "What?" Because there would be these eggs, and she'd go, I don't "Yeah, know but wait a minute. That. What about the original mom? You've like completely messed up her. I know, but I. It's not like I can. You, you can't know, put it back. No. Oh. It's all glued together. Oh. And Where was the nest? The nest is removed. On top of a pole out in the garden. You can't put it back up on top of the pole? Well, I couldn't put the nest back into the oh. house without completely Unless you squeeze the nest through the little hole. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, um... You could I, cut I, the bottom so I, off I, the birdhouse. So I, I, you could cut that the... That is so simplistic. You could cut the bottom off the birdhouse, put the nest there, and then stick the birdhouse back on top it of it. It actually was on the top of a um, kind of a cone of debris, so it wasn't like it was laying on the floor. You know floor. what really, what's happening, you just need to quit messing around with nature. I know, and I, I have felt so <laughs> bad. Stop have you, have you met, I know, have you met our children? <laughs> <laughs> Genetic counseling would have helped. Um, so anyway. So anyway, just before we began this podcast... <laughs> Patty was lamenting the fact that it sounds like a new bird went into the birdhouse and then it also wrong again, had wrong again. had it. Okay, 
I I wanted to check on the. I you just need to quit trying to tell I the story. I keep seeing bird come go in, and then all oh of a sudden God. I didn't see anything. So I keep checking to see if the two little eggs have been messed I with. I thought were there were three, and they have. There was one broken. Oh. So I made a little bitty omelet. Okay, that's it was not, good. That's not really funny. Put some bacon in it. Mm. <laughs> that's just a little funny. piece of bacon. It was a so what happened? Are the so ch- are there I, new baby so birds? Nothing, and so I go up in there with a flashlight today because there's no bird action, and they're always dive bombing us because this is off our porch. And I'm like, oh no, she's abandoned it. And then I hear this click, 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 and I can just see bundles of feathers and little <gasps> clicking. I go, oh no, but the two eggs are still there. But there's something behind it clicking. I went. Oh my God, her own babies have hatched and she's abandoned them. Because every time I come near her, it's click, 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 you know, I need to eat. So I told Pat I was just sick I, that now her own babies are motherless. But the good thing was I got my flashlight app and I got up there and looked and it's the mom. She's in there setting and that's her telling me to bug off. Oh. It's the mom that's clicking. She's warning you. Yeah, yeah. she's on her own eggs and she's saying, haven't you done enough? <laughs> yeah, and what's your answer, Patty? <laughs> I'm going to go out and just see if I can alter nature in some other way. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye, son. I, this is why I hate nature. She was very upset right before we started this podcast, and now she comes in with very good news. She's very happy. That's good. She's so deeply empathetic. I know she, she lo- is. loves uh, animals and stuff. Okay, so um, I wanted to talk to you. Where, where were we, by the we way? We were just talking about the 206 and how you oh. can watch TV when you want and yeah. how what a cool time it is to live. And this whole new digital medium is something that uh, is just very, it's very fun to be a part of. It is a cool time to live. On the other hand, I'm kind of a little old-fashioned in that I get a little off-put by um, the coarsening of America. Let's put it that way. What does that mean? Oh, oh. coarsening, like roughening? yeah. I just think, uh, I don't know. It's just too much. Uh, I, I won't even go there. I, I, I'm just. Get it off your chest. Well, there's part of me that longs for. Because look at your chest. Simple. <laughs> Get it off yes. there. Speaking of chickens. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just don't. I just wish. I just feel like we're living in an age where the humor, for example, um, in movies and whatever, is really. It's um, insult humor. It's making fun of fat people. It's. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a, all this kind of stuff, and and uh, people just seem to make just kind of be pushing each other around, and there's just a cynical sort of feeling that comes through in a lot of broadcasts to me. And I mm. so um, there's one show that I've seen a few times where a guy comes out and he takes the worst stories of the week. The most people have been killed. I'm sure he would do one about the tornadoes, for example, that blew through Oklahoma, and and jokes and makes joke. His premise is the most horrible stories are the ones I love the best, and let's make jokes about them. And I think, eh, come on, Ew. really? Yeah. But, but on the other hand, he's getting huge Twitter followers. People love it. Hmm. So I don't know. There's a bit of me that laments that direction that society is going but once it's he- it's heading in a certain direction I don't you got to get on that horse or cuz that's I the direction so. the horse is going I don't think so we you um were very instrumental that's a direction that one of the radio stations was heading in um the buzz and they went in a direction that didn't include us but it was a direction that wouldn't have 
we wouldn't have been able to deliver anyway. Right. So I, I, I mean, I'm I not don't a, think you have to jump on that. You I'm know? not a, a prude, but I just kind of wish. Why do we have to do? Why? Why does it have? Why does? What's funny about that? I mean, I think funny is funny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but it, everyone's going to have a different sense of humor and what is funny, and I don't think that's. I think that's human nature. Yeah, I don't I know. think that's something no, that's I know. brand new. I know. I know. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to. Uh, convert anybody to no. that but it's just 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 a personal thing for me so yeah. some of what is on tv uh is lamentable but that's nice to have all, so many choices it is i bought a bourgeois house in the hollywood hills with a trunk load of hundred thousand dollar bills man came by to hook up my cable tv we settled in for the night my baby and me we switched round and round till half past dawn there was 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing on Okay, so, uh, oh, I wanted to talk about the, uh, the Boy Scouts. The, Sco- the Scouts uh, had a vote on gays, which a lot of people thought, well, this is just, uh, it's not going to go. They're not going to say it's cool to have gay kids in the Boy Scouts. Because that was an actual. You would think that was sort of a given. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm like you. I always thought, well, if the Boy Scouts are going to continue to be a viable organization, they better jump into this century with everybody else. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. this is the way it's going. So, of the roughly 1,400 voting members of the Boy Scouts National Council who cast ballots, 61% supported the proposal drafted by the governing executive committee that opened its ranks to gay scouts. Not gay scout leaders, however, but gay scouts. Can I, can I stop you there? Because yes. I, I need to understand, and I don't know what the um, parameters for being a scout are. <laughs> when I think of a Boy Scout, I'm thinking of a boy. Mm-hmm. How are we going to know, and how is he going to really know he's gay if he's eight? Or well, what's the age limit? I know. it's Well, that's what uh, it's stupid and... Uh, what, uh, how old? When can you no longer be a Boy Scout? What's the eight? When when you that's hit, a good question. When I'm you not hit sure. which birthday do they say okay? Well, I think that's you, it. You can you can progress through the ranks. You start as a, a tenderfoot, is the first uh, thing, and then you become second class scout, and finally a first class, and then you get to be an eagle. eagle. What happened with Cub? Isn't there Cub Scout? In well, there's there? Cub Scouting. Yeah, that's, that's is that a different organization? No, no, it's the same organization, oh, okay. but just younger little kids. Those would be like right. Six and seven and eight. So girls. Boy Scouts are, but are those preteen boys or teenage boys? Yeah, or? they can be teenage. Yeah. Okay. I'm not okay. Sure about, I see. I think so they up to around eighteen or something like that. All right. That. So yeah. then they they would probably obviously have a sense of their sexuality. I, I always thought Boy Scouts was freaking like ten years old or younger. Yeah. I don't know. And why. I don't pretend to know everything about it, but I just uh, I just uh, thought about yeah. Let's why. why why is this discrimination key to whether somebody can be a Boy Scout or not? It, were you yeah, ever a Scout? Were you a Girl Scout? I or? was a Bluebird. You were a Bluebird. Is it only what Bluebird? Blue? Bluebird is the the, <clears throat> the 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 junior level of. They're the, the non cookie sellers. Well, wait a second. The Bluebird. Oh, oh, the Bluebird. Aren't they the junior division of, of Girl the Scouts? of the Brownies? Oh, the Brownies. Okay. Which I didn't want to be a brownie. Yeah. I was kind of pissed off that I was even a in that well, whole it's not thing. A I wanted to be term. in the exactly. Sounds like you 
You, it sounds like your underwear need to be cleaned or something. <laughs> exactly. And their outfits were brown. I hey, mean, look, a, it was pl- just... Hey, wait, there's a plane coming overhead. Let's listen, shall we? You always do that. Well, he's coming straight overhead. Like... And now he's dropping something. It's a bomb. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Sorry to So I, I, was, I wasn't very good at being a bluebird. In fact, I think I lasted like one season or however however they... What what did you do as a bluebird? I mean, did, would you come to oh, some mom's house and meet? Yes. Yeah. And My there, mom was a den mother. And there were other... The Cub Scouts. There was another bluebird that was just... She was a, she was a little biatch she was mean really but she would uh she was like the bad seed she'd straighten up as soon as a um great movie by the way a the mother i know isn't it i don't care how small it was did you have anything to do with the way god got drowned what makes you ask that mother now look me in the eye and tell me the truth because i must know no mother i didn't you're not going back to the fern school next year they don't want you anymore okay I'm going to call Miss Vernon and have her come over here. I think I lied to you her. You did lie to her. But not to you, Mother, not to you. Uh, but she was awful. And I think, I don't know, she was just mean to other girls. And I, I, I wasn't a very good bluebird. So we'd bake cookies and I don't even remember. See, it didn't really have that big of an impact on me. Being, yeah. a, being a bluebird. Cub Scouts are, was kind of cool because you just met once a week and you had these little den meetings and... You'd get to eat cookies and stuff like that. But when you got into the Boy Scouts, I, it maybe it was just me. And I've been that like this my whole life, and I hate to say it, but I just don't like belonging to organizations. I just, I'm not a good organization person. You just don't play well with others. No. You do play with No, I, it's so not that I'm a troublemaker. I just, I don't. No, that's what I meant. I'm not a joiner. I know you're not. Yeah. So you did you have to learn, like, see, we didn't, like, learn to make fire and tie no, knots. No, no, no. Cub Scouts don't either. I but, know, but if that's what... I would have totally been into that if that's what they taught me in Bluebirds, <laughs> science, you know? Science experiments. Yes, I love science yeah, yeah. when I was a kid. Well, here's the thing about uh, the Boy Scouts, and I, uh, I didn't hate it, but I didn't really love it because... Camping is not really my thing. It's never been. Yeah, that's my deal. right. The, the scouts are big on camping. They're big on camping, and and especially winter camp. I just hate it because all I can remember at winter camp is there's snow and my feet are freezing, and we would stick our boots with our feet in them. We'd put them in or near the fire just right. to warm them up. Right. Do I remember? Kind of melting the neoprene off the bottom of my boots and stuff like. How that. many kids would go out on a on a camping mm, that's trip? A good, um, would it be like a 20, big gaggle? 20, 20, wow! Seriously? Maybe? Yeah, something like that. Wow! Yeah. So here's this is the this is the point that I thought about when I was looking at this uh, that scout leaders can't be gay. I'm thinking, well, what difference does it make whether they're gay or not? And and, and I remember yeah. this one particular outing we had as scouts it was a wilderness camp and we had this macho scout leader all right boys let's go be prepared that's the boy scouts marching song be prepared as through life you march along be prepared to hold your liquor pretty well don't write naughty words on walls if you can't spell be prepared 
inside that pack of cigarettes Don't make book If you cannot cover bets Keep those briefers hidden Where you're sure that they will not be found And be careful not to smoke them When the scoutmaster's around For he only will insist That they be shared Be prepared It was like that kind of guy and uh, this story will become dark, so I know it uh, told you it before, so you'll be upset. But it really happened, and it stuck with me my whole life. So this big macho guy goes out there, and he couldn't have planned it because you can't plan on on uh, coming across uh, an animal out in the woods. But we did. He said, "Boys, look up in that tree there. See that?" And we look up, and he said, "That's a porcupine." There was a porcupine up on this short tree. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, let's say you guys were out in the wilderness like we are now and mm. you had run out of food and you were lost. Let me show you what to do. Well, I wouldn't eat a porcupine. Well, he That did. sounds like the stupidest thing to eat. He, But you're trying to survive. This is his point. I know. The big macho scout, scout leader. And, and how old are these boys? We were like, we we're 12, Ugh. you know. And, and so he gets a long okay, stick. Okay, don't tell me how he does it. I'm sorry, but he gets a long oh, stick God. and he knocks the porcupine Ugh. to the ground. Yeah. And in front of all of us, yeah. proceeds to beat it to death. And I can remember looking right into the face of this porcupine. It's like he's looking at me with these terrified eyes and he's like, he's saying, Aren't you going to help? Are you going to let this happen? And it just tortures me to this day. Yeah, I'm I've sure never, it does. I've never been a hunter anyway. But that he thought that this was a great thing to demonstrate to the kids. And then he he says, Now, we don't need to tell your parents about this, boys. This <gasps> Are is, you kidding This is me? just among us campers here. And to my knowledge, nobody ever did. did. You, you didn't tell your parents? No. I mean, I told my mom maybe years after it was, you know... Not even relevant. Wow, uh, that's uh, really sad. It was awful. And so I'm thinking, you know what? I'd much rather have a gay yeah. scout leader than an idiot like this. Well, gay, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That it has no bearing on no, it somebody's ability never, to make good teach, choices and judgment. It was like he was getting his own jollies out sure. of it. And he wasn't teaching anybody teaching anything. Teaching these boys to it be... Just, all he taught us was trauma. And, it was, yeah. and I'm sure my... My uh, my compatriots that were in the troop are, uh, can remember the incident just as well as I can. That's just horrifying. It was. It was just. It's really stayed with me for a long time. Of course. And uh, so that if that's the best thing I can say about the Boy Scout experience, that's pr- kind of sad. But, are there uh, any checks, uh, quality control measures that are taken? I mean, are they? Do they have any surprise? I mean, wouldn't it be a good thing to have a surprise? audit on one of these camping trips so yeah so there was no oversight i mean he was just out mean. there with us yeah. that's what i mean is you know never knowing when you're going to have a surprise visit by somebody right um yeah and he, he wasn't even there was not an assistant scout that's the other thing him. i was wondering should yeah. it be two people it should be that yeah. way you've really you've got sort of a but two equals not one guy that's subordinate to certainly the guy that wants to absolutely beat a porcupine to death yeah um or maybe a female. I mean, a woman. Oh no, that's trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying women are better. I'm just saying maybe there'd be a dynamic there that would keep 
each other in check. And, and yeah, maybe, no, I think you're and, right. and maybe they most, for the most part, ninety nine percent of them don't need to be kept in check. I'm sure there are the squad leaders are very good at what they do. Are, are they called squad leaders? What are they called? Uh, uh, troops, troop leaders. Troop leaders. Uh, troop uh, troop leaders. Uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, and what scout kind masters, of scout and masters. what kind of background? Um, what qualifies you for a troop leader? No, Just because no. you wanna? Yeah, I guess you wanna, uh, but you, you got to demonstrate some sort of ability. Like if he's going to teach us how to go camping, he has to be a camper himself. I don't know how they qualify. Yeah, those guys. That's a good question. Did you ever have a desire to be a troop leader? No. None. Wow. Uh, none. Look at you. What? Why? The only thing I... Because you just want to be around all those little boys. The only thing <laughs> I ever got was my sewing merit badge. That was it. Uh, well, I was bad at getting them. You know, you get merit badges, you can get them for tying knots, you can get them for uh, all kinds of things. I don't uh, think I even had uh, one. Cooking. You know, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have one badge. And, and I just was a, I was a lousy scout. I, I was too. I didn't take it very seriously. I know guys that my brother... Sean became an Eagle Scout, and he, you know, he got a, he got a special presentation for. I mean, that's hard to achieve. Uh, I think my Scout. mom put me in the blue bluebirds just to get me out of her hair. Yeah, well, she's probably thought you would learn something, and it's perfect. You're an only child, and get you out to socialize with other girls. I don't really think that was it. That wasn't it. <laughs> no, it was just to get rid of you. Get out of my hair. She would put me in some. She put me in summer school. She put me in swim lessons. She. Yeah, pretty much wanted me to just get it from out because I was an only child. Were you a good swimmer? She, I was a great swimmer. You like swimming? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I hated it, and I, I love swimming. I was terrified of it. I was sure I was going to drown, and my dad said, "That's why I'm going to give you swim lessons, yeah. so you don't drown. You won't have to think about. It. You won't have to worry about it." Yeah, that's very smart. How old were you when you started learning? Twenty-seven, twenty-eight, <laughs> something like that. Do you know anybody who I can't think, swim? By the way, I'm not. I do. Not that I know I of, know a grown man my age who could not swim. He's never learned. And I thought, really? That's really well, something you thing. should know I, how to do. I've learned how to swim. I just don't think I can do it anymore. I mean, I'm not in great shape. So if <laughs> I, I know what to do, I don't know if I could do it. No. It, it's I a, could dog paddle. I could probably backstroke my way from I, the cruise ship to the shore. It's not that I'm a swimmer because uh, I don't go swimming. but uh, You know how to swim. I know how to swim. I like it, but I just if it, if you had a pool... If I had a pool, I, prob I probably would use it. Uh, but uh, again, being that I am not a joiner, I won't go down to the very nice YMCA that we have just down the street. Remember, I um, remember I used to remember I took up swimming. Remember I was oh that's right. You remember did. I was complaining to you that because uh, my joints were and I couldn't run, and I couldn't really. So you said, "Hey, well, why don't you get off your?" Hey, wait a minute. Wait a sec. Do you hear some screaming out there? Yeah. Okay. I figure that's just normal I have two, for your we neighborhood. We have two chickens, and I wanted to make sure it wasn't the kids. Oh, no, it's kids. Okay. Yeah, heck with that. So anyway, so you So you, you said, well, get off your, your big round duff and get your that. butt on down to the swimming pool. I that, never said No, that. you were trying to be helpful, because I was complaining to you. Like, but I, I didn't say it in that way. No, but I, that's... Did I? How I took it. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. So I went down to the swim. I did what you said. I went to the community pool. Yeah. Which is very nice. Yeah. Which was very nice. It's just a big hassle, though, because you got to change in the locker room with all the other women. Yeah, see, There's I no private like... stalls there. And that's yeah. okay. I'm not that. I don't really care. But here, here was the problem: was that the 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 there's kids swimming lessons that happen there too. And I suppose if you're if 
if you're a mom with a little boy, you really have no choice but to bring him into the the locker room. Yeah, you gotta, I guess. But if he's six years old, Mm -hmm. that's a little old, don't you think? To be bringing a well, six-year-old is, boy yeah, in there. Maybe six is okay. Because this but. lady brought her six-year-old boy, and we're all just boobs are flying and butts are hanging and bras are snapping. I guess the important part. His eyes. Let me just say oh, that's this. What I was going to ask you. If he's looking, then he's Let me be just there. say that little boy walked in and his eyes got as big as pie plates. <laughs> and I'm thinking, is this going to somehow affect him? In either a positive way, you know, I'd like to think that maybe... <clears throat> I wish I had boobs. <laughs> Is that what you mean? Not that way. Oh. Just just sort of a uh, an appreciation of it being in awe of a woman. Mm. Or is it going to affect him in a negative way where he's going to then be a, a hater of women, which I'm not sure why that would. Do you think it, it traumatized? What if you had walked in at six years old into a room well, full of out. Na- I would have freaked. No, seriously, I would have. I would have freaked out. I would have. When, when you say freaked out, like you mean. Well, I'd been so embarrassed. You would have been embarrassed. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was not embarrassed. His eyes. Well, see, that's why he shouldn't have been there. He was drinking it in. No, he should not <laughs> have been there. <laughs> he was drinking it in. If he's looking, he and shouldn't be there. And I felt a little odd about having a six-year-old boy. I felt dirty. I felt dirty. Yeah. But it's my locker room. I, of course it is. He I shouldn't... should be able to let my horses loose in there. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, it was just, it was very uncomfortable. And I stopped. (laughs) Steady, 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 big cattle. I I just stopped going. I just, I thought, I just can't. It's bad enough being with other grown men. So that's the reason you stopped going? Well. Six-year-old guy? No, I got lazy. Oh. I kind of got lazy. It's a hassle. But swimming's good because you don't. You're never. You're probably never going to get injured in a swimming. No, pool. I know, and it's yeah. very nice on your joints, and and yeah. I know I, you I, love your joints, so. Oh, <laughs> you know. I always thought that would be a funny visual. It's a guy swimming laps, but he's smoking a cigarette while right. he's doing it. Yeah, or and, on the exercise bike. And he gets to the end of the pool, he taps the ash off, and then continues on swimming the other direction hey there's a a 206 skit isn't that a great one that's a really good idea let me write that (laughs) there's no ending uh so so much for the boy scouts that's my that's my thing and i'm really glad they voted that way i did not expect it uh i'm i'm pleased because i was a little embarrassed for the organization but this is not going to go well in uh bible belt states and down in the south they're going to have i bet their boy scout ranks will really dwindle now because of this well that's fine yeah do that, i mean that is fine and then they'll then uh, that's fine then another year or two goes by and then they'll say well okay i guess it's okay now maybe there'll be another organization you that come along or you just stay stay back in, in caveman days if right you want. yeah yeah i'm not sure yeah why it matters okay so uh oh so we talked well, last week we talked about your new dog adoption which is wonderful quince, quince. yes but a um boy. you're working on a pro oh hear that that's our garage door opening up. It's Is that somebody di- coming or going? Going. It's directly below you, so let's wait till it ends. <laughs> it's a huge garage door. That is door. a big door. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like the bunker, like a bunker door coming up, and yeah. you're going to roll the tank out. Yeah, it really does. So, um, but 
Uh, you were mentioning to me off of the podcast that you're working on a project at your house. Well, yeah, I, I have, a, as you know, I have a creek that runs, a year-round creek that runs along yes. um, my property. Very pastoral. Up on Cripple Creek, she sends me in my spring a leaf. She mends me. I don't have the speed that she defends me. A drunkard's dream if I ever did see one. Yeah, it's very pretty, but I have had a... Um, do fish go through there? It's supposed to be a salmon running creek. I, I've never personally seen a fish, but I don't hang out and just wait for the fish. Hmm. I mean, when I am I supposed to... I think all your to... years there, you would probably even accidentally notice, oh, there's a fish there. Well, I'm not... In the wintertime, I'm not out on the bridge looking at the creek. I You're mean, not ice fishing? I'm inside drinking. Does it freeze up? No. It's never frozen up? Nope. That creek? Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. Never frozen up. We so have a, we have a pond here that will freeze up, right? Because the water's not moving, right? Yeah. 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 And no, then this... kids, local kids, will go out there and they'll play ice hockey. And I really don't, I think how do they heck, do they know how to play ice hockey? And they're really good. Wow. They're really fast. And I think, gee, how did they learn that? Because this is a very rare occurrence yeah. that we yeah. get a frozen pond. That's very true. So there's a, an issue with the bank erosion and some of my rock wall has fallen. And it's... Is your bank member FDIC or do you know? <laughs> well, let me just say it's, it's, it's becoming non-existent and it's been mm. going on for a couple of years. Is that a problem? My house is about 12 feet, 15 feet. From the from the creek bank, right? I've been there, uh, and and Not even when if you were there, even <laughs> I know that's <laughs> disturbing. Mostly and, at night, and I'm and, working inside. And it's my garden is sort of kind of anyway. So I um I'm trying to figure out how to get this creek bank reinforced. Now is and, this your determination, or did somebody a friend come by and say, you know something, you better do something about that? Well, no, my whole rock wall fell down. Oh, I, I the oh. rains we had a couple of years ago, and I had a bird bath sort of on the on on that little ledge, and I remember coming home and looking out of my garden. I'm like, hey. Where the hell did my bird bath go? My bird bath fell with the whole. It was a slide, a little mini slide. Oh wow! And it ended up in the creek, so it, it needs to be repaired. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm upset at the red tape that that that's. I'm, yeah, I'm finding yeah. my myself embroiled in uh, because it's. I, I have contractors that won't even touch it. Really? Because it's considered wetlands. Yeah. And wetlands is just a new trendy word for swamp. And I have the the stream and fish keeper people. Um, you you can't do this and you can't do that, and it's all this environmental gobbledygook that's just got me tearing my hair out. And I'm thinking, I'm I I need to do. It's called rip wrapping, is what this process is called, where you shore up a bank with hmm. rocks or or other materials called rip wrapping. How is a rock going to hurt the fish unless I pound him over the head with it? It's not going to hurt him. How can that possibly affect the environment uh, of the creek? Rocks are natural. There's tons of rocks in the creek. In fact, half the rocks I paid for are now in the creek. And yeah. do you know that I cannot go in that creek and pull those rocks out that I paid for that fell off of my garden wall into that creek? You can't. You should get them out of there so the fish don't bump into them. No, they, that here's here's where they stand on this. If a tree falls into the creek, it needs to stay there because right. nature intended it to. 
Oh, brother. Do you hear my eyes rolling? Yeah. If a rock falls in the creek by some means of its own, it stays there. You can't. So I said, you're serious? And they said, nope, you can't go in and get your rocks out. They got to stay there. So if a guy is standing in your house. I call utter beep, 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 you know what If a guy is standing at your house having a drink and he has a heart attack and falls down your bank and lands in the creek, you should leave him there because that was what nature intended. Apparently so. That's stupid. I've had a couple of of trees uh, that I had to take down around my house years and years ago. And the permits and the, you can't let sawdust <clears throat> go from the tree into the creek. Don't you think, and, and I'm, I love this earth. I don't want the earth to be ruined, but I just am realizing that I, I don't know that we're really being smart about some of this environmental protection stuff. So it's like, I'm sure house. I'm going to get a lot of letters about people going, oh, you're wrong. And I don't care. To me, putting rocks on is not going to kill anything. Why am I? Why am I restricted? Here's what they said: I have to do is I have to hire an engineer uh, who can properly assess what needs to happen because it is wetlands. Ka-ching. And that whole process of evaluating and providing me with a piece of paper and a report is a five thousand dollar price tag. That's a deal. I don't even have $5,000 to fix the creek, much less have somebody come tell me how to fix the creek. That's all he's going to do is tell you what to do? That's he's not what gonna, the engineers the do. Whole, if, the, if they did the entire job for $5,000, that would be one thing, but this is just advice. Well, the engineers who are approved of by yeah. the county and the city and the environmentalists, that this is what you can do and you can't do. And and I, I just, I'm I'm kind of pissed off about it. Well, I'm it, kind it, of pissed off about it and I don't know what to do now. Well, it's, it's, it, this is the kind of thing that makes people uh, run afoul of the so-called law because the laws are so punitive, they're so uh, ridiculous sometimes, and they're so arbitrary that you you just finally say well i mean you drove out here today right to our house and we live out in a rural area did you did you look uh, right and left as you were driving down the road here Uh -uh. today why there if there are so many yes i see what you're saying so many junk cars i mean it's in the hundreds of junk cars Mm -hmm. and but somehow that's environmentally fine we can just let all that Hulking, Just rusty sit. metal sit there, yeah. and uh, probably, probably leaking oil at sure. that. But but somebody wants to sh- protect their home, right? Their property, so their house doesn't fall into a creek. Mm-hmm. That somehow gets trumped by a fish, right? That doesn't yeah, make any sense. Uh, maybe if I drive an old hulking car onto the bank and let it sit there, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, there you I go. don't know. I don't know. I, I just... Well, here's what I would do. I question the logic of... Uh, I, I don't want to hurt anything, but nobody can prove to me that I'm hurting anything. I, I You're not even supposed to let your dogs walk around in the creek. Well... You know what? If you just did the project yourself, didn't get any permits, and then they came by later and said, uh-oh, well, this isn't, this isn't going to work, they'll fine you, but I'll bet the fine would be less than $5,000. So thank you. I'll just go ahead and take the fine. I get... hate working that way. Anyway, nobody's gonna work. Nobody's I gonna go around the back of your house and they're not going. Ooh, look, Larry, come here. Look what what she's doing. Ooh, I mean, I know most people 
there are some people that are wonderfully compliant. They say, if they're going to build a birdhouse, they say, well, I'm going to call the building <laughs> the inspector people. and make sure I get a permit for this. And then other people, like this guy that just out over here, he built this entire other house next to his house. He never got a permit for that. He just built it. Yeah. Nobody ever questioned. Nobody bugged him about it. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you should be a scoff law. But sure. But on the other hand, uh, you're trying to protect your the, this I know singular property that you have that you have all of your life and money right. plowed into, and and you're being restricted from saving your investment right. by a law by a by a process, and, and, uh, not even a law. And I'm not I'm not even going as far as to say that my house is in danger right now. My house is not in danger. It's, it's far enough away. My Part of my garden has fallen in there. And yes, I would like it built back up for aesthetic reasons, but also because of it, I don't want it to but keep you eroding you and eroding. You can't go get your garden, though, right? I can't go get it. Because nature... I did go get my... Why wouldn't you I go went get and it? got my ding-dang bird bath, though. Well, I wasn't going to let would. that sit in the creek. That's yeah, a... but I could have gone to jail for that. I can't believe that you... That that's true. I, it I, is true. I think you're misinterpreting. No, I'm that. not. It it is true. I've never heard of such a thing. What are you talking about? If something of your property fell into a creek, you and then the creek is on your property because you're not supposed to be in the creek. Is the creek on your, your property? Your dirty feet will contaminate oh, the feet. I know I mean, dogs we'll, can't go swimming in they lakes can't do, and all no. that stuff. It's just ridiculous. you can't be throwing rocks in the creek. You got to just look at the creek. <laughs> Look at it, but don't look at it too much because your eye—I'm starting your eye juice might fall in. There. I love that creek, but it's really starting to piss me off now because I think it has more friends than I do. <laughs> it's it, crazy. It so is, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I'll tell you what. Now my friend says, you know what you should do since it is. Oh, if things just accidentally fall into the creek, is yeah. okay. You should just get a big pile of rocks. And stick them up on top of your garden. So that it dams up the creek. No, on the top of your garden. And then have a little drinking party and, whoops, I pushed a rock in the creek. Oh, no. My and then bad. pushed another, put, keep pushing them off onto the bank until it's, you know, it was all an accident. Yeah, or dam it up, like I just said. Dam the thing up and then downstream there's suddenly no creek down there. That'll get somebody's attention. I don't I want to get anybody's attention. You're missing my whole no, but point. Then, then you just say, well, I'm sorry that they fell in there and created a, a, a dam that I didn't intend, but it's it's nature's purpose, and so I just had to leave it. <laughs> maybe then people I love your will start spiteful to, nature. Maybe people will start to see the stupidity. I doubt it. Yeah, no, I no, don't. I'm kidding, well. of course. Never. That I never happens. It. Oh, well. So anyway, I'll, we'll see what happens this summer. I don't know. All right. I'll see you on the next podcast, but in the meantime, <sighs> we live in a screwed up world. Yep. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.